we are alive in certain areas, but something happens. It says here that broadcast is live. Yes. Uh oh, we're having some some technical difficulties. Hold on. It says it's live. Is it? Yeah. Okay. You're official. Right. Okay, we're official. Okay, we are here because I'm just seeing some kind of a something on Facebook there. Um, okay, we keep moving on. We are moving on. <clears throat> we'll go live wherever we can. Exactly. <laughs> All righty, so we are live today. Um, okay, I'm a typical CPA here with three screens and trying to struggle through them. So give me <laughs> where did the mouse go? So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, my apologies. <clears throat> so good morning. Good morning. Thank you, friends. For those of you who are joining us today, we are super excited. Um, so I've made some very general notes because we, but both Pedro and I wanted to be completely non-scriptive, very raw, and just bring ourselves to you the way we are. Um, but just to have a, a general intro, uh, you know, this is, as I said, this is our first time ever. Um, we are really hoping that we won't have any more technical difficulties. As, as I put it in my notes, we may have some, so, you know, it kind of happened. Um, so uh, Pedro, I'm, I'm just going to start by first initially introducing ourselves. Um, my name is Marie Tarosian. I'm a CPA, uh, a past auditor, and a CFO. Um, I started my uh, my firm uh, in January 2020. Prior to that, I was you know consulting a little bit. I recently launched my my uh, book. It's on Kindle. It's called The Complete Guide to Business Growth. Um, later on, I'm going to also put in the the link for my free ebook so you guys can download. Uh, Pedro, why don't you introduce yourself? Yes, uh, my name is Pedro Gonzalez, a CPA for over 25 years. Started in the area, <laughs> I know, in the area of uh, auditing, uh, a strong background in the areas of uh, financials, and uh, developed a passion for taxation, uh, which erodes, uh, I tell people, erodes uh, wealth. So I took a passion for that. Uh, and, you know, the approach, uh, and, and we'll get more into that later, but, you know, the approaches are more into the entrepreneurs and helping them uh, achieve their goals. That's awesome. Awesome. So so um, just to tell our audience and, and those who have joined us today, <clears throat> Pedro and I uh, were introduced to each other around maybe April or May of 2021, sometime down there, yeah. uh, by a mutual friend. Um, and we started talking about, you know, uh, how CPA should be kind of collaborating together. So you want to you want to tell your version of, you know, how things went and we'll just take it from there. Yeah. You know, you know, when when we were introduced, uh, it, it kind of immediately we kind of see that there was some some uh, uh, common common grounds about uh, our philosophy, about not only about the profession, but in general about the industry and clients. So then we started yes. having conversations and 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 but beyond that is it is the approach i mean the, the getting to know each other we spent some time exchanging uh calls either be uh, zoom calls and yes. that process gaining more confidence <laughs> on our you know to get to know each other because one thing is you know you have the kind of the the, the professional you know i mean the individual <laughs> that goes to the office uh, wears a tie or makeup or whatever but then getting to know the individual, at least, you know, through a conversation, you get to extract a little more 
who Marie is and who is Pedro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I remember some of our uh, conversations were very specific to why can't more CPAs collaborate together? Yes. Open to collaboration. And, you know, we all come from different um, CPA public accounting uh, backgrounds. <clears throat> oh, thank you for reminding me. I, I Just to share my coffee with you as well. <laughs> and we were talking about, um, for example, my, my background was in audit and, you know, controller CFO and then you were from audit and then you went into tax and you know that was a very interesting conversation with like I told you I'm like I don't want to do tax returns I it's not something I'm passionate about and I don't want to put in the time to learn I'd rather um, learn and, and do more about the area that I'm very happy and, and, and excited about and, and it's about more teaching mentoring transforming lives in a different way um, versus doing taxes and then that brought us to the point where there should be more cpas actually collaborating and bringing you know filling in the gap of like not every cpa does everything it's impossible it's it impossible it's not and and to to always have the general public think that you know when you say i'm a cpa or i'm sorry you know first thing they'll do is <laughs> assume you're doing taxes all the time but there's just so many different things cpas would do and for, from from our conversations we were like well, you know, our end goal is to serve the clients that we want to serve and bring them best, um, the best level of service, ethical standards um, to them and take care of them as a group, as a team. And uh, that's kind of what I uh, what I feel like we connected on and we're like, OK, yeah. let's let's try to do this. <laughs> no, I agree. And, and you know, the, the, the topic of the collaboration and, and I, it's an area that I see that there's still weakness within the our industry, I mean, being able to collaborate. And I think we can bring better service over clients by collaboration. I think it's better that we become more like specialists in certain yeah. areas and be able then to join forces by providing, for example, to you or vice versa, to me, an area that I'm not an expert. So instead of me trying to, you know, uh, butcher the case, <laughs> bring somebody else and, and <laughs> somebody has done it multiple times and you can you know and I, i'll take care of this area you take care of yours exactly and, and, and we deliver a better product to our clients uh yeah yeah absolutely and then um another thing i wanted to share with our audience is the fact that so far we've been working for what a year and a half something like that and uh, the fact that we're both virtual, you know, in nature, we've been mostly virtual and we actually have not, we literally sat down and have coffee together, like in person, but we've had so many conversations um, and we've built that trust. And the key point I want to make here is that um, pre-COVID, most people did not really um, understand virtual, you know, or trust virtual delivery maybe as much because they really wanted everyone to be within the the close close proximity to each other whether it's from a service standpoint from employee standpoint and we were totally fine with that from the beginning we're like yeah we just you know i see your mentality i know what you can do and trust your your um 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 your technical skills and then we just built that relationship even though if it's virtual correct you know and i think uh, that's something that can be said uh, at least positive from the, the pandemic is that it kind of forced people to start 
maximizing the tools of uh, virtual, yes. uh, you know, virtual meetings and so on. It's a, it's a great tool that can be used. It can, you know, at times, uh, if you're not used properly, it cannot, it's not going to help, but uh, it's a great tool. That if used properly, it can expedite uh, meetings uh, or, or exchanging ideas, resources, and so on. So it, and that was great. I mean, we've, we've been able to exchange ideas, to meet, to discuss our topics, uh, and, and as, as, as well as if I would be driving to your office or vice versa. Getting in traffic and so on to have a meeting, have a cup of coffee for an hour, drive to our respective offices, and then yes. start our day. And so we've been able to accelerate that. That uh, let's get to know each other. We've been able to accelerate it by maximizing the use of technology. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm thinking back when I used to work for um, the chamber, and you know that was some of the things that. Um, our key um, attendees would kind of say sometimes because we used to have so many events and you know would expect all our, our members to attend all these events but you know in reality it was just <clears throat> took so much time for them to get off the office drive over in the traffic park you know get to the event and 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 truly with during COVID that's kind of what kind of took that out of the the equation it's more like virtual events just took over and and now, after a year, I think now people are like, well, we really need to get back together in person again. Yeah. We've, we've missed that personal human touch. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I, I went to quite a few events uh, um, starting actually March 2021. And I've been to quite a few events, some of them being as large as 2,000 people in the room. And, uh, you know, it's been so exciting. And I remember initially <laughs> going to the event and people were still kind of like, you know, fist pumps and the elbow yeah. pumps and all that stuff. And then and eventually it was like, you know, you know, we've talked to each other like all this time through a Facebook group, like whatever it is. And it's like, we just, we already know each other, you know, and then it became more like, you know, back to hugs and, and you know, a normal normalcy. Um, so I'm excited that things are kind of coming back to, uh, yes. you know, some kind of a normal, but in general though, I think um, from a virtuality standpoint, I think that's gonna keep, keep continuing. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and I'm excited. Uh, I think, uh, you know, again, when you look at Florida, uh, mm -hmm. compared to the rest of the nature, uh, you know, the economy of Florida is still strong and it looks uh, very positive. And I yes. think that that's, that's good for businesses. And, you know, and again, you probably can find some negatives, but compared to the rest of the nation, you know, when you talk to other clients and other um, professionals in other states, uh, Florida is doing very solid financially, uh, as a, uh, you know, the ability to businesses to function has mm -hmm. been uh, a, a great thing to see, see people again getting back into, kind of say, at least to a certain level of normalcy, it, it, it's great. It's going to be good. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so many people have moved from other states because, you know, uh, Florida is more open and more, more conducive to businesses and, uh, it's definitely changing the economy that we have here, and uh, um, and business is flourishing. It's it's almost back to uh, pre pre COVID times. You know, when you're driving down the street now, you know, kind of traffic in Miami specifically has gotten <laughs> picked up quite a lot. Um, and uh, but uh, you know, a little bit outside of Florida, I don't know. In your area, you're in you're in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, uh, more towards uh, the plantation. Plantation. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Fort Lauderdale uh, metro. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah. so it, it, it is the same. I mean, you can see that the, 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 not only the traffic or construction, you see a lot of you know, movement now happening, yes. um, which is an indication of, uh, you know, of the economy, you know, that there's some new construction, the roads, expansions, uh, you hear news about uh, the permits, uh, you know, there's always a good and the bad, you know, because more and more people move in and more traffic, in yes. but I think if it's done, again, like everything, moderation, it can be controlled, uh, it can it can be good to, you know, that infusion of, of, um, of individuals, businesses that are moving over here, it, it will be positive in, in all aspects. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, I know dropping off my, my, my kid at school, you know, um, it's, I think it's gotten worse. I think now we have two police officers guiding traffic. <laughs> but it kind of tells you that, you know, a lot of buildings, constructions that had started in, within that area, closer to Coconut Grove here, um, it's it's finished, you know, buildings are ready to move in. So there's, they are, the expectation is that there's going to be a lot more businesses opening up. And as people, you know, some people lost their jobs, they started their own businesses, you know, uh, um, there, there were statistics the other day I was reading, you know, there's about, you know, close to 15% increase in, you know, from prior years um, on how many new businesses are being applied, you know, every every year, <clears throat> year over year. So it's it's really uh, crazy. There's a lot more businesses happening. And because a lot of business can happen virtually too, um, you know, it's it's been very interesting. And then in Florida specifically with no, you know, you know, t uh, state taxes on, on right. businesses, except, you know, it's totally attractive. It is attractive, of course, and, 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 and the individuals. And I mean, to come here, and if you can work here, in if your business is in New York or in any other of the higher taxed uh, states, uh, you, you know, you, you can say, well, why not? I can sit up, you know, yeah. in my office or, or a, a, my home. I can connect to the, if I have to connect to a server in, in New York, I can do that very efficiently. Right. And, and, uh, and, and, live, and live in Florida. Uh, yeah. Which is then that's a topic for another, another, uh, another time. But you know yeah. the, the taxation of that because it, it, there's some repercussions. Are, uh, some of these states are, are uh, not happy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. So, anything new you've been working on this week, Pedro? Well, uh, tax uh, the, the extensions are almost over, so uh, we've been uh, dealing. I know. <laughs> so some of those uh, 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 last uh, couple uh, tax returns that are due next week. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that, that I like to bring up to the attention of individuals right now, the employee retention tax credit is an area that you know businesses should take a look at because you can go back to 2020 and retroactively oh. recover some additional uh, monies that can be beneficial. We've been able to help us some clients get anywhere between five to ten thousand dollars. And, uh, and you know, and that can be um, beneficial for for a business, and, and they still have time to do it. You know I mean, so it's not like it has to be done by the fifteenth of October. So even you know, over the next couple of months, they can go and, and recover some of those monies. Oh, that's excellent. That is very, very, uh, very, very good thing. So, uh, so. <clears throat> oh yeah, on my end. Um, yeah, actually, uh, yesterday morning, I was invited to speak to new entrepreneurs, executives that are uh, 
starting or thinking of starting their 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 new businesses here. <clears throat> They're all based out of Florida, and it was a great opportunity to talk to other entrepreneurs and kind of share my my journey um, of you know transitioning from you know being an executive working for someone else and then now becoming an entrepreneur. It's been about two and a half years of a transition. Uh, a lot of learning, uh, something you mentioned earlier, you know, uh, challenges that, you know, m you know, we always hear yeah, this, yeah. this thing that, oh, as an entrepreneur, you can have a four day work week. I don't think I've worked a four day work week since I became an entrepreneur. I actually work more uh, because you to grow a business out of nothing. It takes so much energy and there's a lot of learning involved. Um, emotionally as well because it can take a toll on you physically so you have to have the right people surrounding you um something that my mentor says is like you know the, the five people in your network are your you know the most important people for you because if you have people that are going to drain more of you then you're not going to have that support to build what you're trying to build but if you have the five of the most supportive people even when you're having doubts about yourself or making have some kind of a self-sabotage they're going to help you push you say no you can do this you can, you you're on the right path you just got to you know go through it so it was a a great conversation you know i kind of pinpointed some of those difficulties that we would usually have as an entrepreneur i mean when you started out i'm sure you had some of those you know uh hardships as well and uh and eventually you kind of you know built through that and then uh, some other things that we talked about was you know how to uh, you know where do you start when you you know want to set up your business you know so you know you gotta go you know set up your business whether llc lp um, you know, an S-Corp, C-Corp, what are the differences? We talked about a little bit, very high level about that. Um, and then um, we covered some of the taxation of that. We talked about why and when you would need a business plan and projections. Um, how to, you know, what is a good profitability ratio, you know, for, for when you start a business and how to gauge yourself. So it was a very interesting conversation. Lots of questions, was very active crowd and it was so exciting got me so hyped up <laughs> i can't wait to do another one <laughs> yeah no, it, it is great i mean to, to work with uh, entrepreneurs and that's why you know our focus in that area of helping business owners uh, improve achieve their goals lower their taxes and so on uh it, it, it is rewarding to see the, the 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 work that we're doing you know in your end when you're helping a business you know either with their business planning and, and coaching them and see that the, the business is prospering, it, it is rewarding. You know, when we can lower their taxes and now they, they have more liquidity instead of being sent them to the government that now have some additional liquidity that I don't have to borrow. I can use this liquidity now and, and reinvest it in uh, respective businesses. It, it, is, uh, it is rewarding. I enjoy, you know, meeting with uh, even uh, startups, I mean, the people with dreams, uh, and they, you can, you know, I don't know, there's something about it that when you see these individuals, uh, I, I enjoy it, you know, I mean, to have a cup of coffee with uh, a, an upcoming uh, a dream, a dreamer, you know what I mean, like, hi, I have this vision, and it's like, you know, and, and sometimes if I can add a, a little bit of an input, because sometimes that's what they need the most. Yes, yes. Is, is not naysayers is that they need is is maybe people that can help them uh, uh navigate yeah navigate uh maybe uh 
uh, address some some areas that probably they're not seeing because they're they're so in, in the in the middle that you from the outside you can say maybe you want to consider you know maybe a little modification i'm not going to tell you not to do it i'm just saying consider this consider this consider this um, absolutely you know i mean and, and so so you know it, it is uh if if anything that that to me is one of the the, the missions it, it is to help our entrepreneurs in general you know because sometimes they do not see you know i mean the, all of the aspects just like you and i cannot know all of the possibilities <laughs> right you know, tax uh, options out there uh, the same happens with the entrepreneur. I mean, they're very good at the uh, fabricating widgets, but they're missing some other areas that, that is, uh, is not allowing them to go to the next level. Yeah. And absolutely. that's what you see at times. Okay, Marie, um, why is it? Why is it that I keep working all these hours? I look <laughs> at my bank account and it's, it's almost depleted. Why is it? Why is it that I see in my monthly bank statements, you know, hundreds of thousands flowing to my bank statement i don't see in my, in my bank account. i don't see in my in my in my personal account. so right. helping those businesses uh you know identify that he is the reason why you know i mean joe joe listen is a new you know here 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 and you can point those things to to him or to her and okay. being able to help him that way and when you see the business kind of turning over it, it, it is rewarding Yes, absolutely. And I think one of the uh, things I keep seeing from clients that, you know, we, we meet is that they don't have a, a good habit of reviewing financial data. And it's maybe something that they are scared of, they're unsure of, but instead of, let's say, having someone like us, you know, CPA advisors that are there to help them every step of the way, teach them how to read their financials, read them like a CEO, be the CEO that you're supposed to be, instead of thinking small, think big. Um, we can help them not navigate through the financial data. And like you said, you know, help them see things that they're not seeing. If there's data that is you were analyzing year over year or month over month, what are the changes happening? What are the key uh, indicators mm -hmm. that we need to focus on and they're not focusing on because they're trying to get a client, they're trying to get production going. So um, it's good to have that independent reviewer um, like us to help them navigate through through those, uh, you know, challenges. No, I agree. I mean, and that's uh, the, the value that our profession can bring to the entrepreneurs uh, is, you know, they, they, the entrepreneur has to be able to associate with professionals to allow them to grow. It's impossible for them to try, you know, and, and this is something I know you and I have talked about trying to, to save a, a penny to spend a, a, a <laughs> dollar. You know what I mean, they, they're looking at it, and unfortunately, they're looking at it the, the wrong way. And when you look around and you see the successful entrepreneurs, you'll find that most of them, the reason of their success is because they surrounded themselves with the, the right professionals that help them uh, mitigate risk help them uh, understand their financials and prevent uh, a, a, a collapse. They associated themselves with good attorneys that, you know, shielded their, their, their companies or, or patented their ideas properly so that they can then be able then to create an asset that I, I, I can either sell or I can now uh, go public. I can do, you know, I can do something with this. But, you know, when you look around, you see that that tends to be the, the the, the model that the you know, accounting and you know you and I have talked about this many times is that accounting should not be looked at as an expense. Exactly. 
it's really an investment. I mean, if you if you have good accountants and good CPAs, uh, you know, many times we encounter the situations of bringing a, a quote unquote a, a bookkeepers and looking at them. Uh, how much do you charge, Marie? I charge. <laughs> oh well, the the the, the bookkeeper uh, charges uh, twenty five dollars a month. Okay. Right. You know right. I mean? It's like looking at this as a commodity instead of right. a professional that's exactly. providing all the right tools and yeah. Exactly, because instead of looking at it just on the dollars, that's exactly what Marie is going to offer or another professional in, in that line. You know what I mean? The, okay, so if you're going to do a projection for me, can you find it cheaper? Oh, yeah, sure. You go online right now and say, okay, uh, projections, uh, low cost or free projections. You know, you might find some. <laughs> But you gotta wonder what exactly you're gonna get. What exactly is, is Marie gonna offer me to help me not only prepare to understand it to what what does this mean? Because sometimes we get online and get these this which is happens even with QuickBooks. How many yes. times yes. We sit down and do QuickBooks? Ah, don't worry, Marie, I'll do my own accounting. I have QuickBooks. It's like <laughs> me, I told you one day it's like, it's like giving the hammer to a to a child and then uh, <laughs> You know, help me build a house, and your little little Joey. Boom, boom, boom. Exactly, so, you know, they start hammering all over. Okay, mommy, you know what I mean? Start. Yeah. You know, sometimes it happens. I mean, respectfully, you know what I mean. I see it, but many times you, at the end, they get, bring you this. Okay, Marie, here now, do me a business plan. And you look at those. Uh, we gotta redo the accounting. This these numbers yes. do yes. not make sense. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've I've seen clients that you know tell me you know oh I you know I've I've already done the accounting you know yes. you can just review it and yes. and I'm like first of all I'm like ah my review is not a typical review because you and I you know Pedro with our audit background we're never gonna look at it as a just a controller would look we are always thinking a little bit from an audit sense as well yeah, yeah. Uh, we're looking at other things that most people don't see Correct. Um, so i know my review is not going to be a typical just review um and then of course once i go in it's just so messy and then what happens is that because they're thinking so um from an expense standpoint they're not spending the money up front to make sure everything is correct then they come to us and we got to clean up everything before we even start any work Correct. and it costs them even more because fixing yeah. the problem is a lot more difficult and time consuming and uh, more expensive than for them to pay an X amount, whatever it is, and work with a proper, you know, CPA or an accountant or bookkeeper that can do the job well the first time. So I think it's very important. And when both of us, you, we've talked about this, it's a, there's a very awkward mindset with most, you know, people business owners about the way they view the cpa world is more of like like you said an expense it's something that's a commodity uh, while they could look at a doctor and a lawyer and think of him as a more professional uh, we we do have the same amount of faith we carry when we become a cpa we are serving the public yes. <laughs> actually uh, we are bound by super high ethical uh you know regulations so I don't, you know, it's very difficult to see it, that most people see us that way mm -hmm. as a commodity. Yeah, no, it, it is It is unfortunate. I, and I told you, I think uh, that the, uh, without naming uh, associations, <laughs> yes. uh, but there, there's some flaws in that, uh, and especially yes. helping the, the, the smaller practitioners, you know what I mean? Uh, yes. But there, yes. There's nothing to be said about the larger nationals, international. Right. CPA firms, you know, their their branding is gold. You know what I mean? What 
it, it, there's no issue there. It's, it's usually gonna be the, the mid and to the smaller uh, CPAs, which are also very well qualified to provide high standard uh, because we're bound by the same standards. Exactly. You know what I mean? So just the fact that you might be a, a solo practitioner CPA or the one with a multinational international CPA firm, they're both bound by the same standards. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, uh, so you cannot say, well, no, they're going to give me, well, they probably have more specialties. And, you know, if you need somebody specialized in, uh, in, uh, in certain uh, quantum uh, computer uh, development, <laughs> I don't have that experience. So you probably need a CPA. Right. Specialized. That, that I understand. But to say that what you're going to generate, the financials you're going to generate versus one from, uh, uh, you know, KPMG, I mean, you're bound by the same standards. Absolutely. But going back to the the same topic of the bookkeeping, yes, I mean I think that the the, the entrepreneurs need to start looking at investing. Yes. Investing in in you know just like a, like you said about the other profession, you will not dare to risk your health on a doctor that is uh, you know imagine if you're having God forbid a, a heart condition. Yes. For any entrepreneur, and they say okay. You don't go shopping around for the lowest. Who's going to charge me the least? No, they're going to look for who is the highest qualified. Absolutely. That can take care of this uh, situation. Mm -hmm. That's that's what you're going to go around because I doubt that, again, God forbid, one of us has some kind of uh, condition that we're going to start. Well, okay, so how much will you charge? A thousand. Okay, no, no. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get it for less. <laughs> I don't want my insurance company to pay, you know what I mean? No, you're gonna look for the highest uh, qualified that I can find because I want this to go well. The same Absolutely. should be with the CPAs. I mean, uh, if you're gonna bring a, you know, you have to be looking is, if you wanna succeed as an entrepreneur is look mm -hmm. for this professional and invest so that individual can help you mod uh, uh, model the, those projections, your financials, your tax returns, so yes. in order to meet your goals, I'm sure you have done it. You have made, I, I meet uh, constantly with uh, bankers, with uh, private equity firms and uh, investors. And and the reason I do this is to understand their language. What exactly you look for? Tell me your, your horror stories. And you right. get many times that they tell me, listen, Pedro, the reason, and they give me cases. I mean, recent cases of uh, an, an entrepreneur that brings business plans, financials, and tax returns, and they do not correlate. They have, I don't know where these numbers came from. Agreed. Agreed. We report something, the, the financials <laughs> say something else, there's no correlation. And the projections, I don't know where they got it because it doesn't seem to correlate with the, the business, uh, yes. with the financials. So, you know, that's, that's the part that a lot of entrepreneurs miss, is that when you're going to go to a banker, a third party, including not limited to but you know including like uh construction companies they gotta get bonding <clears throat> they gotta present financial for them to get the bonding for them to do that be able to bid in construction they're stripping those numbers apart because many of them their background is auditing they're looking for to see if what doesn't make sense in here they're looking at variances they're looking they're looking at different yes. than somebody else a lot of bankers are trained is to do that to look at numbers analysis and sometimes it's not the banker that you need is that they send us to guess what people like you and i they're gonna yes. go strip uh, those numbers apart and see yes. analyze <laughs> financial analysts you know yeah. so they're gonna sit there they're gonna you know and then they'll send it back to 
let's say Joey, the, the banker, and tell Joey, listen, these numbers don't make sense. Or, exactly. you know, it, it doesn't qualify. And so the loan gets rejected. And now they come back to Marie. Well, in this case, it will not be Marie, but they'll go back to their CPA or their accountant or their QuickBooks. It just doesn't make sense. They are upset because now they didn't get the loan. Exactly. And exactly. so that's why, you know, in, in, I constantly encourage, and I'm sure you do the same, encouraging is to invest. Invest in good quality financial financial statements. The accounting can, is a time saver. It's also a financial saver because when it comes tax season, yes, properly accounting for things, it expedites the process. It makes easy analysis, either be projections, business plan, uh, tax planning. It makes it like extremely easy. Absolutely. Yes. It has, we have to have reliable numbers to work with. Yeah. Otherwise it just doesn't make sense. So it, everybody gets affected. Um, a similar uh, thing happened with me where I'm helping a client with uh, business evaluations and, you know, he provides, you know, he's providing the financials from the, the people that he's trying to purchase. The business is trying to purchase. Yeah. Now look at the tax return. I look at the, the financials. I'm like, uh, there's, there's, are, there's two different numbers and it's yeah. not like we're not talking five thousand dollars we're talking you know 35 45 one is showing uh one is showing a deficit one is showing a uh you know a surplus i'm like uh how did they so i can't even use the, i can't even do evaluation i cannot use any other numbers so i literally push back and and just you know set my questions like i i need this i need this i need this if you have a CPA, I need to talk to them as well because I don't know what they did with those numbers. How did they rely on these numbers? Maybe they made some adjustments, but the client doesn't have it. So, right. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it, there are some haphazard work done out there. And for people like us that we really take our job very seriously, we take our, um, you know, our licensing very seriously, we're trying to put out a very, very good work. And it's important for, like like you mentioned, and for entrepreneurs to see it as an investment because we're going to be able to protect them and make sure as they're taking their next step in their growth process, they have all the right pieces in place to make sure they, they succeed. Exactly. So that that's uh, the, the area that, at least uh, to get started in business, you know what I mean, uh, the, uh, as an entrepreneur. I mean, later, there's other topics uh, we have discussed also, you know, cash flow, tax planning. But yes. even the, the, before you even think of tax, you know, again, <laughs> I remember one time uh, somebody starting brand new, actually have to even open the door and worry about paying taxes. And I said, listen, buddy, make <laughs> money first. You know what I mean? <laughs> then we worry about the taxes. We send that together, make money first, then you worry about taxes. Yeah, because, you know, it hasn't even each of one invoice and they're already worried about you know the, the tax impact uh you know let's let's run some scenarios uh, well let's, let's let's talk about first uh, your accounting system let's see that you know uh, you send your first invoice and then we'll discuss a tax plan yes yes but, uh, no listen that's the foundation is accounting you know what i mean it cannot yes. be denied it doesn't matter what type of business you have uh you know a lot of other aspects of of the uh business life is, is contingent to have reliable numbers. Absolutely. If you have no reliable numbers, it, it affects you individually as an entrepreneur because you really don't know no really don't know what is happening in your business. You don't even know if fraud is being committed against your business. Exactly. You, you don't know. 
I, you know, and it happens. As long as you see money going to your bank account, you say, well, you know, <laughs> but you don't know that, you know, how much is being milked out of your business. So the, the, the core, you know, when you're starting a business, you have to invest in accounting. If you, if you want to succeed, you want to actually maximize your business. And then from there, yes, then you can do proper uh, valuation, like you were saying, yeah. proper uh, uh, business planning, projections, tax planning, all of it, you know, but you got to see that because we are all relying is on reliable financial states. Um, you see what I'm saying? Yes. I cannot do my work if the numbers are unreliable. You cannot do your work. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yes. Well, this was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our, first, our first show ever. And I think uh, it was really fun. It, it uh, you know, I think we, we, I hope I'm hoping and I think we delivered a great value for our audience that's been you know tuning in and uh, there'll be more of it coming out with you know through stories as you as you can see like totally unscripted we're just being ourselves this is who we are as humans Marie yeah, and, exactly. and Pedro not just CPAs and uh, um, you know um, we have you know our normal lives we we have interesting stories that we want to share and <coughs> that we want to be able to help our audience in their business as well so yeah no I, i'm sure that they they will find value Marie. i mean even through the stories i think that they should be able to extract the, yes. the, the moral of the story you know what i mean the, the value we can obviously we could bore our our audience with tax tax codes and uh, uh <laughs> accounting pronouncements and all what of that which which tax code did you want to reference earlier in the backstage I know, no, no, no. You know, no. We don't want to do that, and that's the reason why I wanted to join on this uh, on this project because to me, it, it brings the, the the reality. You know, humans. Yes. You know what I mean? That behind the the, 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 the ties and all of this, there's a human being behind. Yes. You know, you know, in and in, in behind our stories, there is value. You know what I mean? Like we're talking about the financials, all of that, in a story, but there's value, and it's something that all entrepreneurs should take uh, to heart yeah absolutely awesome 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 so i'm excited i think our first show went well and uh, so i want to thank everyone who joined us and, and listened to our our first show and uh we're gonna be here same time next week every thursday at okay. 10 o'clock eastern um uh, we're going to go live on facebook and uh, linkedin and uh youtube so we hope to you could join us there next week Take care. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Pedro. Okay, See you next week. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Technical difficulties again. I'm trying to find my mouse. <laughs> <laughs>